guns to wrecking balls, from beers to bulldozers, this is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey. And we are back. Howdy doody, Radio Land out there. We are coming to you live from Lincoln Center. I am joined today, I am your host, Jason Halsey. We are coming to you uh, out of the RNCN, Real News Communication Network studio here, high above the tollway. We are joined today, uh, Mr. Bedford couldn't make it back, but uh, in the side saddle, Jordan, I mean, Jared Halsey, Jordan Halsey, Jared Halsey is my brother and the co-owner of our highly publicized, underutilized business, Load Bearing Wall Pros. Jared, say hello to Radio Land out there. Hello, hello, Radio Land. Also on the boards today, Kevin E., tweaking and tuning, making that smooth, savory sound that comes across your ears sound oh so fine. Well, thank you, sir, for the kind introduction. Man, you weren't kidding, though. You brought the whole entourage today. We did. This is how I roll, Kev. (laughs) We do it big here. I got to have the guy that rolls the carpet out and then the guy that brings me crackers. Love it. Okay. And then riding side saddle to the side saddle is JBT. JBT, say hello. Hello, everybody out there in CV land. This is Radio Land, sir. Oh, Radio Land. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want them seeing us on the on the uh, screen. That'd yeah, be- man. I got into radio so people <laughs> don't see me. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, we are, the four of us are um, trying to tell you something you don't know and maybe something you do know with just a different spin on it. Off the top... Are any of you out there into recreational vehicles? Mm-hmm. This means a vehicle that is not necessarily needed, so it's simply recreational. And this is doing something that you're probably not supposed to be doing. Like, you're supposed to stay at home or in a hotel, but a recreational vehicle allows you to stay somewhere else that is not in your home or hotel. And I'm talking most specifically about a bumper-pulled travel trailer. Oh, yes. And, you know, the thing about the bumper pull travel trailer is it is supposed to save you money. And this is what you tell your wife is, baby, look, we're going to get this thing and we are going to save so much money because we're not having to pay hotel, motel fees. And the real truth of the matter is it is a money pit inside of another money pit and you're going to hopefully you have a real big shovel if you have a lot of money because that is where all of it is going. You have to heap it straight in this hole. So, uh, brother Jared and I, co owner Jared and I, decided that we would buy us a new used slash renovation ready RV. So, we uh, knew someone in the family that had an RV that had not been shown a lot of TLC. And it was pitched to us like, hey, Want an RV? It might have a little bit of a water leaky leak. Yeah, just a skosh of a leak. It's just a little water leak. And so uh, we buy the RV that has the supposed water leak. And so we get it over there and we start working on it and we t- start tearing. T- we, we tear out the soft spot. In our world, in the construction world, we call a soft spot a little splashy. Okay. So I love this, learning all this, all these new splash. terms, the lingo. It's all new to me. Right, right, so right. He said skosh. I'm like, what, what is that? What is a skosh? <laughs> skosh, skosh is just a little bit. I think that's little from bit. Paula Dean's cooking show. Come on. <laughs> I like it. Well, she doesn't use a skosh of butter, I'll tell you that. Well, and she doesn't weigh a skosh of nothing either. <laughs> all right, Paula Dean. Sorry about that. Hey, Paula Dean. At any, at any rate, so we, get, so we go out there and we look at the thing. We take a quick tour around floors, are a little splashy. 
So Jared and I decide we're going to buy this uh, buy this RV from the family. Probably something you're never supposed to do. And family, hugs and kisses to you for thinking of me when you needed to offload this. Uh, truth be told, I contacted them about getting it because I knew that this thing was a little underutilized and maybe uh, just hanging out. So we get out there and get it. And neither Jared nor I have ever owned an RV. So we get it and we hook it up behind Jared's truck big old bad diesel truck pulling it down the road and we think this diesel truck can pull anything oh yeah and so we we hook it up and there's and so it's kind of curious as we hook it up there's all these superfluous parts left around oh yeah like these kinda bars some... and some shock absorber looking things and so we're like man what i mean she and we buy it from my sister-in-law and so my sister-in-law she doesn't know what any of this stuff is and so we just take all that stuff and toss it in the back of the truck and hit the road. So we take out of there, and Jared's trying to just see how top speed he can go with the travel trailer behind him. And uh, not really. And so then he says, he says, all right, we get this thing up to speed. And so we're going down the highway. It's a real windy highway, so he's taking it easy. But this thing is all over the road. It looks like there is a hornet in the cab of the car, and I'm trying to kill it with a newspaper. And it is... It is like a drunk guy driving home from the bar. We are on one side of the road and back to the other. And it's on the twisty roads. And Jared and I are like, holy crap, man. We have zigged when we should have zagged. This is not the motorsport that we thought it was. Well, and I looked at you and I said, surely this is not our future, pulling trailers. We, we got into this one thinking, all right, well, this is our intro kind of foray into the trailer world we have plenty of construction trailers but surely as far as fifth wheels and all that i mean this i got a ten thousand pound diesel truck that has been earthquake bulletproofed surely there's no way that this trailer can just throw my truck all around and so and this we, trailer as far as weight goes i mean oh, tell about that. Oh, it weighs it, like yeah, five thousand pounds yeah. which is nothing i mean we pull heavy trailers with our trucks all the time. We are not trailer newbies, but this thing is like grabbing a cat by the tail. And we're like, holy smoke, Batman. So we end up rolling up to your nephew's house who ended up, who he had lived in it for a year or two. And so we get to his house and he says, oh man, I can't believe y'all have the stones to pull this thing down the road with with uh, no sway bars, no nothing hooked up. Sway, whoa, 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 sway bars. Sway bars, what is that? Is that all the stuff we threw in the back of the truck? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. are those? Well, <laughs> we, we, uh, we had a real quick education on all that, and you know what? That thing pulls like silk. Now, it just follows right along behind the truck. No problem. Yeah, I mean, it went from being a beast to a sheep. With a few little quick attachments. It was awesome. It's a follower now. But one thing you didn't mention is we weren't exactly pulling the gross vehicle weight of the trailer right there. We were actually pulling a little bit. That little leak let a little bit of water into the undercarriage barrier, uh, the little membrane down there. And we were carrying, oh, I don't know, probably about 500 gallons of water. Mm. Yeah, five. Uh, no, I, yeah, several hundred gallons of water. And the crazy thing about the underbelly of this RV is it has the most waterproof material on earth under there. It traps water. Any water that came in, it is like a one-way faucet. It is like an upgraded <laughs> valve on your heart. That waterproof m- member down there lets nothing through. And it's fabric. It's not plastic. 
and I was just looking at it, and when we opened this thing up, we were just shoveling bucketfuls of water. We were going to get the trash pump in there and pump the bottom of the, <laughs> the thing out. So anyway, we get that going, and I mean, there's a lot of things to this new thing. We, 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 so we remodeled the inside, and it's coming along nicely. So we're trying to figure out what goes where. So I get over there. I'm trying to operate the fold-out couch. It's like the Alcatraz prison model couch. <laughs> it is like trying to snap my finger off. I, I spent 45 minutes fiddling with it, and I never got the thing to lay down. And I'm it, sure... It's like Indiana Jones trying yeah, to, to retrieve yeah, yeah. an artifact. Right. The, uh, the guy that's really speedy on the Rubik's Cube is going to have to come over here and show me how to operate <laughs> this thing. So we're Jared and I are going to take this thing out. And so... My wife told me that uh, she's not going out in it until I've taken it for a, a, t- a test run. Oh, she's not your sample. Group, no, no, you know no. She think? does not play guinea pig very well. She's seen, <laughs> she's seen Jason dot com and how that goes. So I'm gonna we're gonna take it out and maybe use the facilities. Take we're gonna take a sample shower, not together, and then. <laughs> Uh, dump the black water tank and then dump the gray water tank and there's all these tanks and there's these tank washers and then you got to put the anti-stink stink in there and so hopefully all that works out and uh, you know what we'll just have to see what happens I think the dump station experience is something that you want to make sure that you have the hazmat gloves on mm-hmm. and the hazmat suit and the, maybe the face shield because I mean you don't want any of that getting on you. Come on. No, no, you don't. But, you know, back to the shower thing, I don't care how much two people want to uh, be in that shower together. I don't think there is just absolutely no possible way you could get two people in that yeah, shower. I don't think I could fit my two uh, two little <laughs> girls in there, my, my, my <laughs> daughters. Yeah, yeah, it is tight, tight quarters. Well, RVs are uh, definitely... Definitely uh, spatial, spatially constrained. So now what? You got this renovated RV camper. What are you going to do with it? Stick around for the next segment. Segment, excuse me, and meet Dustin Helms, diesel motor purveyor to the stars. Coming up next, diesel talk. And for you gals out there, don't turn the dial. This is going to be an omni gender segment. We are going to expose the soft little underbelly of diesel trucks. Don't move. More of still under construction is next on RNCN. Today, nearly half our nation's fighting forces are members of the Guard and Reserve. When they are called to active duty, they leave behind a family, a community, and a job. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, a Department of Defense agency, honors and protects the bond between service members and their civilian employers. Whether serving our country or supporting those who do, we all serve. To learn more about ESGR, call 1-800-336-4590 or visit ESGR.mil. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. Howdy, howdy. Still Under Construction coming to you live from podcast land. So we're not live, probably. You can take us anywhere you go. 
The iHeartRadio app. Is it, Kev, is it the iHeartRadio app? Help me. I'm not radio savvy as you are. I don't know where you get this stuff. You can actually get the show on the Real News Communications Network app. So RNCN you can take with you anywhere you go. Also, uh, yeah, the, the channel streams 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com. We are also going to be available on iTunes by the end of the week. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, that's... Uh, Upward and onward, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rolling Stone gathers no moss, as they say. So that's Kevin E. He's on the board, twisting, tweaking, and tuning, making us sound so great, overcoming any of our voice deficiencies, vocal shortcomings. I'm also joined by my co-host and brother and co-owner, LoadBearingWallPros.com, Jared Holsey. Say hey, Jared. Hey out there, buddy. And we have the privilege to uh, get on the calendar of Dustin the Diesel Man Helms. He is in high demand. Everyone wants to know exactly what a diesel motor should sound like. He, his radio career is just something that's often imitated but never duplicated. Especially me. Like, I'm the one guy in here who will learn so much from y'all because I don't know anything about diesel engines or rvs or anything so i mean this is all this is all new stuff to me you don't drive a ford f-250 power stroke super duty no? I, I drive a honda civic oh, <laughs> we take trades <laughs> <laughs> that's dustin he is gonna join us here to help us understand and unpack what the diesel motor is all about so i'm gonna start out with a couple of quick questions and we're gonna let dustin kind of rip on this thing but dustin are you married Yes, sir. Proudly since September. Oh, wow. Does your new wife think diesel smells are offensive or that the smell of diesel smells like money? Well, you know, that's a really tough one because both of those are true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your business is diesel. Okay. Is she embarrassed when your loud, stinky truck blows a bill of thick black smoke all over the car to your right at a stoplight? Or does she think rolling coal is cool? By the time anybody around us realizes that we're rolling coal, we're already a quarter mile down the road, <laughs> and it doesn't even matter anymore. Okay, if your ice, if your local ice cream man's truck was powered by a hopped-up six-liter diesel, do you think that would change how much ice cream you buy from him? Oh, absolutely, and I think his sales would go through the roof. <laughs> I mean, it'd cut his route time in half. <laughs> okay, last question, Dustin. Have you ever spilled your soy chai non-fat latte into the intake of a thousand horsepower diesel motor? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have to be my wife's. <laughs> All right, having fun here. Bring it down. Bring it down. And one last, I, that was, well, I, I said that was my last question. Well, but this I, but is, I've got I've got one for you. Okay. Him, uh, so, Dustin, we have a saying in our family, uh, and it's. Do you ever feel, anytime you come up to somebody else who's driving a big, badass truck or car, you say, hey, uh, can you get her sideways? Do you feel compelled to get her sideways anytime you get into one of your big diesel trucks? The four-wheel drift. You know what? Speed is an inspiring thing because (laughs) once you experience it, you always got to have it. You can't not have it. And it doesn't matter if you get pulled over and get tickets or anything like that. When you have speed, you cannot be without speed. Yeah. Are you saying I'm not getting that with my Honda Civic? Well, (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you, but I got a 1,018 wheel horsepower in my truck. What's what's that Civic cranking out? Yeah. Well, it is a 2016 that's a turbo, so I got something, you know, a little bit. Yeah, no, it's. It's yeah, okay, so tur- it's turbo is anybody's doors off. Turbo is a nice segment. So, in the diesel world, turbo p- 
plays a big factor. Oh, absolutely. Turbos maximize the efficiency and also the power of the trucks. And turbos are very efficiency are very efficient, um, and they allow you to do incredible things in terms of power with something as simple as just a tuner, which isn't even that expensive. Right. So your Dustin's business is unique motorsports it's unique dash motorsports.com he's out in lewisville and dustin's business is to take trucks that ford intended now ford pretty smart group they did not intend these trucks to do what dustin makes these trucks do okay they intended this truck to hook onto a travel trailer and pull it over the mountain in colorado for example there's a mountain called red pass and Red Pass is known for being steep and really hard on motors. And so the diesel truck is designed to do that. So Dustin does not stop the diesel truck from being able to do that. Dustin just adds one more cool, unique feature to this truck, making it very versatile. Let you rip. Tell me a little bit about your favorite motor and what you guys do to make trucks do something different than just tow. Well, we have a saying at my shop, and the saying goes, when you break it, quake it okay and one of the things that we do with the six liter um which originally was not a very good engine um by all accounts nobody really liked them when they first came out and one of the things that we do is we take those items that ford uh maybe could have improved upon uh and we improve them ourselves at our shop and there's a lot of things that we go that we go into with that we do things like uh, arp head studs to replace the factory head bolts we uh, replace the egr coolers which are known to be problematic uh, same thing with oil coolers and various other things and that's the things those are some of the many many things that you have to have on a truck to be able to make it last longer and run better and i take a lot of pride in the trucks that we build because i sell them to guys just like you construction guys farmers ranchers um, pretty much all walks of life everybody needs a good dependable dependable truck and when they're truck breaks it costs them money every day until they get it back so it makes a lot of sense to buy a truck like what we've got that can be dependable and can last and they're they're pretty fun so that that dustin kind of rolls into how he and i got to know each other um i we had a, a work a work truck is actually jared's truck that broke down and blew the heads off of it and created a big mess and we thought we were really in a bad spot and we actually bought jared's truck knowing uh that this was a possibility but the six-liter motor is kind of a kind of a unique situation. Like Dustin said, straight off the factory floor, disaster. Once you fix these shortcomings, it's absolutely awesome. And they call it bulletproof. And then y'all take it to the next level and call it earthquake. Right. We call our packages an earthquake package. Cool, cool. Okay, that's, that's where I was losing you guys. I'm like, what does quake it mean? Like, yeah. What is the quake when you break it, quake it. So well, Dust- we call it earthquake packages because when you hit the throttle, the ground starts shaking. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that is the truth. So he earthquaked my truck, um, and Dustin, what pe- a lot of people may not know about uh, these de- big diesel motors is how long they last. So tell them about a factory diesel motor. You know, w- mileage-wise, what are you looking at getting out of a factory diesel motor? That's a great question, you know, and I'm trying to put that to the test. Uh, my personal truck is a 2004. It's got about 350,000 miles on it. Um, I mean, we run to pick up engines and parts in it all the time. I drive it pretty much every day, and I'm pretty hard on my truck, just like you guys are. And um, I still don't know when it's going to break. It could last forever. Still got the original engine, still has the original transmission. 
I don't know. That's a great question. And so the difference between a gas-powered motor and these diesel motors is, and it's exactly that. You've got you know three hundred fifty thousand miles on a truck, or over three hundred fifty thousand miles on a truck, and it's not. It's these are not two hundred thousand mile vehicles like you're used to seeing in a gas-powered vehicle. One hundred ninety thousand, one hundred seventy thousand. Get ready to get rid of it because That's that right. thing it's it's gonna it's just falling apart so quickly. And these trucks, I mean, they've got the seven three was is the uh, motor that was that Ford made and put in their Super Duties before the six liter, and they've got over they've got tons and tons of stories of over a million miles on the original motor. That's right. And so that's what you you guys take those those broken down parts and pieces and put them back together. And I'll tell you right now, as a first hand consumer, that truck will get it and get <laughs> it gone. I'm glad you like it. It's a it's a fun truck to drive, and these trucks with tuners on them. I drive a little I drive a little bit newer diesel truck. I have the six seven power stroke motor, and I think they probably got it right with that motor. Once you get all that uh, emission business out of there, that truck makes a lot of power and it's pretty fun to drive. It sounds like it's got something stuck in there that has a whistle around its mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's the way the turbo is designed. But what's interesting about that engine is that engine is manufactured by Ford. Right. And they were tested in marine applications and many other applications. And there are plenty of stories of engines like that making 900 horsepower with the stock bottom in. It's really incredible. Okay, I want to get you talking about the thing that you uh, have put a lot of energy and effort into, and that is your marriage. <laughs> Wait a second. Whoa. Hey, why is that so funny? That's probably been the easiest thing I've ever had. <laughs> no. Okay. You have a black and white truck, and I've never ridden in it, but I've seen it, and it's a pretty cool thing. And so we've got about uh, we've got about four minutes, three minutes left. So if you could just give us the down and dirty and give us well, the down and dirty on the black and white truck. Well, Jason, uh, first and foremost, I got to get you strapped into that thing and take you around the block in it because it is gnarly. Um, it's got a compound turbo setup. Um, it's got 340, uh, 150 injectors in it. Um, it's a 66 millimeter turbo feeding into an 88. It's four wheel drive. We do all wheel drive launches in that truck. Um, we're planning on starting to drag race it this, this fall. Um, and it is incredible. Did a thousand and eighteen wheel horsepower. It is a Ford six zero. Um, and what does that turn in? What does that translate into torque numbers? Uh, did eleven twenty seven torque. Wow. Good yeah. Night. Yeah. And uh, you feel every single one of those um, on takeoff. It just it just disappears. In fact, I haven't seen anything yet that can run with it. Um, it is a absolutely incredible uh, vehicle to ride in. So, so. what kind, what kind of vehicles can this truck take off from uh give us an idea of what i don't think there's anything out there from stoplight to stoplight that i've seen that can hang with this car uh or with this truck because it's four-wheel drive i mean you got four tires working at the same time you've got 80 psi of boost and it just goes and i mean on the highway i'm sure there probably are some cars that can outrun it because drag becomes a factor but from stoplight to stoplight it is just truly impressive that's pretty awesome, and the, like I said, um, well, I've had I've Dustin had I've had two trucks from Dustin. I had one that was all spooled up, had this little three fifty Z come up next to me, and I and normally a three fifty Z wouldn't be inclined to give the whoom 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 to a big truck, and so he gets up next to me in my big gold truck, and uh, he gives and I give him the whoom 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 whoom. Except mine was all accompanied with puffs of smoke going on his car <laughs> and so then we get on it and i just smoke the 350z just hammer him just this is a, it, it's a guy who knows nothing about cars that blows me away this it, is a ten thousand like pound 10, truck it's like watching rosie o'donnell outrun daniel craig right 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 <laughs> like I just, 
it's impossible to wrap my mind around. So then we get to the next stoplight, and I roll down my window, and the guy says, holy smoke, Batman. I said, yeah. And you know the only thing, the thing that sucks the most about this is your car is designed to be fast. This truck is designed to tow things over the mountain. So after I get done with you, I'm going to go take all the nail guns out of the toolbox and uh, distribute them to my men. And then I'm going to go get a load of lumber while you can carry a... Uh, one uh, your briefcase around in the back. So anyway, Dustin, thanks for jumping on with us. We certainly thanks appreciate me, your time. And uh, you check him out at Unique Motorsports. Uh, their website is unique-motorsports.com. Dustin Helms to help you with all your diesel inquiries. Coming up on the other side, do-it-yourself home rehab talk. Are you guys looking for a project to rehab? Listen to tips and tricks from the top right now. More of Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey coming up. See it all around you. Good loving all that. Got a few bills in your pocket and you hit a happy hour with your friends. Hey man, grab a beer. Now fast forward. Uh-oh. You just got a DWI mano. Time in jail. Up to $17,000 in fees and fines. Want to keep good times from going all bad? Happy hour tonight. Can I call you when I'm done to get a ride home? Line up a sober driver before you go out. Because if you get a DWI, there's no going back. Drink, drive, go to jail. A message from TechStot. Save a life. You're tuned in to the Real News Communications Network. Streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. Howdy, back again. We are talking all things still under construction. Bullets, barbecue, beer, and what else? Building, building. Building, bullets, barbecue, beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got barbecue in there. Yep. I am Jason Hulsey, your host. I am joined by Jared Hulsey, co-host and brother. Hello, hello. Howdy. And Kevin E. twisting and tuning and tweaking over on the board. Thank you, sir. And then we got Dustin, the diesel extraordinaire, diesel man to the stars, to hang over, uh, hang out for one more segment. We're going to see what else he can contribute. We are talking home rehab. Uh, The do-it-yourself movement has really, really caught on and is... Take it over. So you got lots of do-it-yourself. Cha- you have a full uh, full channel dedicated to uh, DIY do-it-yourself now. Home and Garden TV, all such as that is. And they have this certain lingo pattern they like to engage in. Oh, yeah. Lots of buzzwords. Oh, yeah. But you know what I like best about their business? Every time they peel the carpet back, it is like unicorns and babies in golden diapers start blowing trumpets and it's like gabriel's uh horn blows and they find this magical (laughs) euphoric universe of untapped wood floors under carpet (laughs) in old dejected degenerate houses i I hate to jump in this is this is kevin e uh can you translate what <laughs> what you just said? I've no so, idea what that means. Or even better, say it like five times fast. <laughs> they, they say every show. So I, I they have a show called something. Do it yourself. Fix your upper. Fix your upper. So yeah. they have this show and fix your upper. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen that. Okay, so they have a show. I'm going to slow down and speak really slowly. This is like an HGTV thing, right? Yes. Yeah. 
they have this nasty habit of misinforming every potential customer and every person out there. And so they go into these houses and it looks like the house looks like 10 miles of bad road. It is just down and out, dejected, degenerate, sorry, gnarly, gnarly yeah. roof, whatever house. So it, 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 and then every it, with it, every episode, it seems like that I've seen they pull the carpet back, and underneath this carpet that is the feline seems like it gets after carpet more than the average animal, <laughs> and the feline ha- can leave its mark unlike any other. And it seems to me that they have this urine-saturated carpet, and it has perfect wood floors below it every single time. And so they pull it back, and like I said, it's like euphoria. It's like, uh, Eureka, we found it. There's a baby blowing a trumpet. (laughs) This is your lucky day. (laughs) I got you. You just cut your flooring budget from one million to zero. Right. So and they you, save money right there. So they just they start doing the you know the greater than less than sign on on that you put around numbers to make yep. them like they're deducting from the total a credit, if you will. So anyway, that's what I've noticed on that show. The other thing that's a big bud, buzzword on there is ship lap siding. Oh yeah, I even Love saw a lady. Lap. I even saw a lady wearing a shirt that had ship lap siding something or, or other from the Magnolia. Something. Magnolia is the, uh, okay, so they have, a, a, their bread and butter is the show, and then they have a shop in Waco, and they've popularized Waco for some other reason than a biker shootout, Branch <laughs> Davidian compound shootout, and Baylor. Oh, you know. And Dr. Ba- Pepper. And ba- you know, come on. Baylor was the one that just decided that they would have a stat. They're, they had a fixed stat that said no one's ever been raped on the college campus. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got a new police chief on the Baylor police, and they're like, oh, man, we have hundreds of rapes. <laughs> what's, what, what's the one on HGTV, the one I think I've watched, is the one with the, the smoking hot blonde chick and the Jewish guy. Is that, is that flip or flop? Oh, I don't know. I've only seen the one that my only wife... The, only the fixer-upper? I get led by... A, have you ever seen a, a bull with the ring in his nose and you get pulled to the trough? To oh, the, I'm in the same boat, man. I, I never <laughs> I never willingly turn on that, that channel. It's I get stuck with it by default. So, and then my, my DVR starts kicking all the other stuff off. Like I want a like football, uh, game. football game recorded and it's just kicked out. It's just outed for another episode of Downton Abbey. <laughs> Mother scratcher. Uh, so anyway, lots of buzzwords ripping around with those guys. Ship lap siding, change order over budget, behind schedule. It seems like on that show, every they do engage in the major league contractor speak, and they say, um, "We are running a little behind schedule." We the the contractor is trying to minimize any disturbance in the force. Oh yeah, and they and they do that on that show, and so they call the the. The uh, client, they say, uh, you know what? We had a touch of a setback. We were a skosh over budget. We had a small problem, a slight delay, a little issue, and we are is netted us a bit behind schedule. And so those words right there, I think, set raise the ire of any client because they know that the contractor didn't have a – in the contracting world, there's not really such of a thing as a little setback. Like when you pull back the carpet, Jared and I flipped a lot of houses. 
Yeah, what, what's the worst case scenario when you so flip we, back the carpet? So Jared and I flipped the carpet mm. back, and it looks like Pandora's box of every problem under the sun yeah, within this four-foot-by-four-foot four area. Instead of the baby in the golden fleece diaper with the horn blowing, we have uh, one of Satan's arc pokers right there just getting us in the side and you know it never it just never ceases to amaze amaze me how many problems can come from one small area you've got a foundation issue water damage termites mold slab leak and broken cast iron black pipe which we will have to re uh sewer pipe the entire underside of the house all in one uh whoa okay well we th- we were just trying to remove some carpet maybe touch up the molding a little bit and uh, move on down the road. Uh, negative Ghost Rider, that's not going to be happening today. And this son of a gun looks like the case study is like the uh, clinic for <laughs> teaching people how to flip houses. Showed up right here, and it's like uh, they they say like uh, well we're going to show every worst case scenario like when the firefighters are going in that that concrete tower. And they train them to go up and down. They put a car fire on level four and then a building fire on level three. And the guy's like, holy crap, this is like an arcade of fires. And they're trying to graduate. It's like SEAL boot camp. And like, no SEAL ever has to go through what he endures in Deal camp. With everything going wrong And it's like, that is like, we, that is a, Jared and I were both highly invested and leveraged into a house. And oh my gosh, we pulled back the carpet and it was not Gabriel blowing his horn it was just a pit of snakes. <laughs> so what you do? Did you put the carpet back where what you found it? Put the yeah. carpet back and yeah. sold it. Yeah, and then we we just said, yeah, there's no trouble here. What are you talking no, about? No, it was tough to it was tough to make a to tough to make a living off that business because we were convinced and committed to fixing the stuff right. Dustin, how about you? Have you ever remodeled anything? I remodeled a house uh, a few years ago, and it was the same story. Uh, you know, you get into it, and one thing you have a contractor. Broke. Well, yeah, I had a friend of mine. Oh, no. Oh, no, not the it friend It worked out really good. He's a good guy. But, you know, it's the same thing. You know, my house is old, and you take one thing apart, and something's broken behind it, and you think, well, you know, while I'm here, I'll fix that. And then what, when you fix that, you notice something else. And, well, while I'm here, I'll fix that, too. And before you know it, you're so deep, you can't even catch a bus back to deep. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, were you married when you remodeled this house, or is it premarital? No, it was, uh, that, was, that was before. It was, it was could, pre-wife. Yeah, it, you, was, uh, it was BC wife. BC wife. Yeah. Well, because you said that your marriage has been pretty smooth. And uh, I have noticed in my contracting days, marriage is really, really going through the tempest of tossed when we remodel. It is not necessarily a marital, it's not a time for marital bliss. And uh, the, I, I, everyone has a different opinion on how things are supposed to be done or what, what's, a, you know, priorities come along. Well, but one thing we call. Uh, we, we tell everybody when we first start off with a project, look, construction is just a series of adjustments. That's been Jason's tagline forever and ever. And you've used that with all of our clients. And we start off telling them that, look, there inevitably is going to be stuff that we're going to run into, even with new construction. I mean, weather and all these different things are out of our control. And we're relying on subs and whatnot. And so you can't just... You can't just have everything line up every single time, and so we try to set the expectations, but it's not—it's just—it's not, just, not going to happen like that. 
And so that's where we've uh, we've had to kind of get in and say, all right, now let's let's have a rehoning of the expectations because remember when we first started about this, but by then they're shoo, off into orbit and they're yeah they're losing the cool. Yeah, they uh, everyone starts off really composed and collected, and then you know change order one like oh yeah that sounds great we'll have to do some new this. And then when they get to the one where it's like, uh, ma'am, we've done some digging and discovering, and there's raw sewage going directly below your building because of your own plumbing. Okay, I watched the show Property Brothers, and I will say this about those guys. Shame on them for not researching the houses just a little bit more. If I did that to my clients, like... Maybe it's just for television that they try and do that, but they got. If I was there, I was. If I was the client's attorney, I'd be like, "Hey, you guys tout yourself as these property flippers, and you guys have bought something that is just a bag of bolts. This old swayback mare has not much life left in her, and you should have caught some of this crap on the front end." And so, uh, just on a serious note, a word to flippers is do your due diligence on the front end. These There is a way to know whether the sewer system's leaky. There's a way to know. I, we, I, we don't ever buy a house that we don't camera the sewer lines and do a hydrostatic test. So both leak test and camera the sewer lines. We got to know what's going on down there. And if you know the animal that you're up against, you use all that stuff to negotiate. And I have a really savvy realtor I've learned a really solid trick from. And that was that we would go in and offer asking price on these houses and we would beat everyone else out. We would lock the house up. We would get it under contract. And then we would beat them down by how bad their house was. We would use all the stuff that their house had against them to justify the price we were offering and make it make sense. All right, there we go. Wrapping up a little bit of do-it-yourself rehab talk. Coming up on the other side, recent hailstorms in Plano, Texas. Were you a victim? Man, my house was. Let us tell you about what is going on there. Don't move. More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN. dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Breaking down the walls of radio, this is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. One more time, coming back to you. Still Under Construction, joined by Jared Halsey. Dustin Helms and Kevin E. on the board, four of us in here, tickling your ears with our microphone magic. Hello, fellas. Hi there. Hello, hello. Recently, spring in the state of Texas is always a little tricky as far as the weather goes. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm a little bit of a weather buff, and so um, I have to say that I was caught with my pants down just a little bit the other day when the hailstorm blew through. You and me both, man. All hail. All hail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a hail of a hailstorm. And um, I had about three cabinets kind of sprawled out in my wife's parking slot in our garage. My wife parks in the car in the garage about, uh, oh, not every single night, but 360 a year, uh, you know, five year, five days a year she's parked outside. So her uh, big, nice Ford SUV was outside, and it looks, you know, it, it, it's not good. My truck got all beat up. It looks like, I, I was saying to somebody, um, it looks like the coach from a Little League team said, hey, there's the guy that stole all your trophies over there. Take your bats and go teach his truck a lesson he won't soon forget. They're not the deepest wounds that you've ever... It's like death by a thousand slashes. My car looks like it has cellulite. It, yeah, it does. It looks like the back of a fat chick's thigh. Do you think you have golf ball aerodynamics now? I do, where, hey, yeah. You might get better yeah. fuel mileage oh, because of so. the way it cuts Yeah, the, the backspin's going to be just bad to the bone. And it's going to back up. It's going to be like a Pro V1 going down the tollway. <laughs> Yeah, the wind, it's, all the, it's just going to buff it, buff it the air right off of it. So, my truck's all beat up. I mean, it hailed so freaking hard. I think it dented our dump trailer, and I mean that's that's some serious, significant steel to take a lick from a hail ball. So we went out there, and uh, I mean, what is it, Jared? You looked at it. What is hail? What's the speed of hail falling on your? Uh, it's about a hundred and twenty miles an hour. That a hail ball's hitting. Yeah, it depends on the size, but the size that. The size that hit in Plano is about that, between 100 and 120 miles an hour by the time it hits the ground. And, you know, it seems strange that here we are, we live in Dallas, so southern part of the country, we get a lot of hail around here. Uh, so much so that roofing, the way your insurance is set up, if you live in the area, is it's based on uh, a seven-year buyout of your roof. So even though, you, so everyone, oh, God, I want 30-year shingles. Well, that's terrific. Uh, you know they're only good for about seven because we're good for a hailstorm that's going to total your roof within seven years of you putting it on. And so, okay, all right, I get the thing about the shingles, but we go and des- who designed the skylight? You have a piece of glass <laughs> that you put as your primary barrier on your roof, which is going to receive hail often, shortly. Often. And so many people have. <laughs> I mean, so I'm driving down Park Lane, or I'm driving down Park right next to uh, uh, Alma, and it's just every single house. Skylight, 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 skylight. I mean, every single house. And they got... Roofers, boy, they I mean, the roofers are like a duck on a June bug. Whew, man, they are over there in force. Everybody, If you see a big souped-up maybe Toyota Tundra with uh, one ladder on it, like the really the non-construction ladder. I mean, the one that's like super light, real light duty. You know, it's real accessible. It's like you the can, Clark Griswold. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, is this guy's bed of his truck scratched? Is the rhino lining in, his, in the bed of his truck scratched or not scratched? He has... Rhino lining that has never seen a fingerprint. A it feather look, has not dropped yeah. on his rhino lining. It looks like it's been armor rolled back there. 
Dustin, how does the back of a truck that hauls motors around look? Oh, man, it looks like uh, the apocalypse. <laughs> it looks like it looks like uh, it looks like the engines were dropped from 30 feet in the air. We don't load these with a forklift. We load these engines with a magnet with a catapult. With, <laughs> <laughs> right. And so they're coming a long way down and the roofer. So the roofer, you know, them when you see them coming, they've got the the uh, pitchfork on mm-hmm. the back of their yep. bumper where they can put the single extension ladder over there. And they and they have it on their Toyota Tundra and they and they show up and their job is to basically sorry for all you roofers out there uh com- <laughs> commit insurance fraud and so they bury the deductible in your print you bury the deductible in and they so, somehow i don't know if they get kick it back to you or whatever so our house has been subject to this sort of uh storm big hail storm so we had golf ball plus size hail falling i don't know what that translates so a silver dollar it's bigger than a, a, a silver dollar and it just came down like the apocalyptic fury. And so my kids, my kids are out there and they get up and my, my daughter came in there and she said, Dad, Dad, it sounds like someone's outside my window and really wants to get in. <laughs> and I, I said, oh, sweetie, come here. But I was trying to console her, but I was so intrigued by the damage the hail was doing to everything that's around us. Fortunately, our skylights are under a big, heavy coating of trees, and so none of our skylights got damaged. But it just wore the side of my. I have an old. I have a wood wooden shop back behind my ha- my my house, and it just looks like they got a, a team of a, a carpenter ants got after it and just threw all this wood. There's like a bunch of wood yeah. debris at the bottom of the siding, and it just. I mean, the hail strikes on that. On my fence and that house are just, I mean, it's inconceivable that that many balls of hail could be falling out of heaven at 120 miles an hour. It is really, really quite something. So, And, I mean, the strikes are the strikes are a half an inch apart. I, and they're, they're the entire expanse of the side of your house, the side of the shop. I mean, it's just un, unreal. And it looks like paintball strikes on the side of the shop. It's just, I mean, they're every half inch, and it's just, I don't even, it's a million. Right, I got a question for you guys, since you, you guys are the experts. How come so many skylights busted so easy, but not, I mean, it didn't seem like windows on cars busted as easy at all. Like, I didn't have a busted sunroof or windshield or anything to, uh, well, why the skylights well, bust so Yeah, easy? so windshield glass is totally different. Like, there are, there are pistols that cannot shoot through a windshield, right? So that's why, just to... We're bullets, beer, barbecue, like and everything else. So bullets. So, so like check that. this out. Yeah, and it's layers of glass. Tempered glass is layers of plastic and glass, and, and, and they glue. put it together. And, and it's and it's it's called safety glass, and it shatter and it and it turns into beads, it's like pebbles, rather than rather than yeah. shards. But the main thing about it, it is so strong that and your and your skylights and your and your sunroofs made out of the same glass, and all that glass is safety glass, and it's laminated together several layers of plastic, glue, and glass. But here's – and so in windshields are actually so tough that the police came out with a new caliber. A three fifty seven SIG is a is a 9-millimeter bullet 
with a 40 mil, 40 caliber casing behind it to push a nine millimeter bullet fast enough because the police were running into the nine millimeter bullets will skip Just off a windshield, off windshield. Right. and not be able to penetrate the front windshield that's of a nuts car. wow and so there's a caliber that they specifically designed to penetrate a windshield so anyway that's a that's a you know rabbit trail on windshields but the the hail was super severe so as a contractor anytime the hailstorm hits my phone starts blowing up and people assume that i know everything about how to fix their thing so my neighbor comes running over there with his hands over his head and he's an engineer and he said uh hey man do you have a tarp i could borrow and so i said but 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 roughly translated what does Hey man, I'm in dire distress. It's raining in my house. Do you have a tarp? What does that really translate to? He he was <laughs> he seemed a little bit more impatient than he normally is. <laughs> Maybe hands up over the head. A little edgy. And you know the main thing. <laughs> Way edgy. The main reason he was so he was in such a hurry. It seemed is his new wood floors were literally. Not fi- nothing for radio, no tomfoolery, four days old. Uh-oh. His wood floors were four days old, and it is pouring through his skylight. So we would say that he has a legitimate reason reason to be excited. He does. And he was excited, rightfully so. So we go out to my shop, and um, I, I tend to be more of a laid-back person in times of duress. And so I may have been taking my time walking out to my shop, just, uh, you know, there was a chance I had a beverage in my hand and uh, walking out there and uh, he's kind of like, where's the tarp section (laughs) of your shop? Yeah. Yeah, don't even worry about going to get it. I'll go get it for you. Tell me where it is. Give me the directions. Hey, out of the way there, Tubby. Let me pass you (laughs) up and get this chest, uh, chisel chest. Chisel chest. Why don't you be a kitten and run back there and get me a tarp? What do you say? So we get the tarp. He gets up on the roof. He tapes the thing on there. And uh, it kind of got me to thinking that the skylight, as Jared said, is not the best invention. But you know what is extra bad about skylights? And this is like we, we always try to have one little serious nugget in here. And if you live in a house that is from the 70s or the 80s, they have old... The old, the, you know the model. You're used to looking up at it. It is a cloudy dome skylight, frosted. Right. And yep. I know this skylight quite well. I've got to know it on a first name basis because my son decided one time he was up on the roof and he was fiddling around up there and he went up there to get his frisbee. I told him he could. They got on the jungle gym. They get on the roof. It was a permission only type situation. I gave him permission to get up there. Well, he extended his stay. <laughs> as children are prone to do. Yep. And he decided in his infinite five-year-old wisdom that he was going <laughs> to sit on the cloud. It looked like a cloud to him, he said. So he sat on the puffy, billowy skylight. Oh, no. And where, my, were, where were you located at I was time? downstairs in the home, 11 feet below the pinnacle that he fell from. <laughs> and as he crashes through the skylight into my living room, I stop watching Jordan Spieth play in the Masters long enough to look over and see my son crash down into the living room. And uh, he was as surprised as I was. Maybe slightly more surprised. And I went over there and I picked him up and I said, buddy, buddy, are you okay? I said, are you hurt or are you scared? He said, oh, dad, I think I'm a little bit of both. And... uh, 
There he came into the living room. Uh, fortunately, he was not badly hurt. Just uh, no simple, broken bones. Just a broken arm. Just broke his arm, but he got the camouflage cast, and it made it all right. Oh yeah. And if you're a Halsey. You like camouflage cast because he knew that that camouflage cast would do him good at the deer lease. And so I'm the only dad, I think, in the world that would ever encourage the kid to swim with a cast on. Because it seems cruel to break your arm right before the Masters and go all summer not swimming in the cast. So I let him swim with the cast on, and then mm-hmm. we would get the compressed air hose and blow the, all the water out of his cast to dry it out at night. That's genius. So his arm didn't rot off. How does a freshly swam in cast smell when you go to take it off? I mean, about like home cooking, you know? I mean, it's just, it's it's not good. It smells like a GI's underwear after living in the jungle. All right. Well, that winds us down, wraps us up, out of here. Y'all been a great audience, and I can tell by your face that you are entertained, intrigued, and want more. So this is not going to be the last time we see each other. Until next time. Halsey, Halsey, JBT, out. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. I said, hey, what is this? Now, baby, maybe, maybe. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. The world of real estate moves fast, and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Reallocator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Reallocator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Real Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. The reality is, we're all in this together. It's time for you to raise your hand and make a difference. United we stand, united we serve. How will you raise your hand when they call your are you with me? We weren't born to follow. Come on Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. We're tuned 
It's the Real News Communications Network, streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com and the RNCN app. The Status Bro. So my brother, who's an actor out in L.A., he came in town just to be on our show, and, you know, so he said, do you want to get tased? And right. he, he was like, yeah, I'll do it, because he's a good sport, he's a team player, and we hit him a couple times with it, and I don't know if the taser wasn't really working or it just wasn't getting him right, I don't yeah, know. we just couldn't get it going. But when it finally hit him, he let out the most ear-piercing shriek I've ever heard a man produce. Yeah. I, like, I don't even know how that happened. And it, it was just, it was great. The best taser reaction we've ever had. So I'm going to go ahead and play it for you right now. What, the tasing? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the tasing. But you have the taser here? Yeah. All right, we'll go grab it then. You'll do it right now? Yeah. You sure it works? Do you want me to check it first? Check it. Oh it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get you until you tell me to get you. No, you just got to do it. Where did you acquire this from? Zach got it for I four got it. bucks. Yeah. Four bucks. Yeah, so there's a good chance it. it's just a child's toy. You but can hardly tell we're in an apartment. Thing. Four dollars. I think maybe I need to light it and then touch him with it. Maybe. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a heat. How about you do like the leg or something? No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I'm in through jeans. He's yeah, yeah, unbuckling no, his okay. pants. Try through jeans and tell me if you feel anything. Okay. And there it is. Let's get it one more time. <laughs> Dude, John's such a good sport. Where did that noise come from? Boys will be boys. <laughs> the status bro. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Hi, I'm Jason Troy, and I'm a business and executive coach. I can help my clients see the landscape out there, understand the strategy, really understand the people in their organization that they need to affect, influence, and lead, and also external parties and how to manage those situations and really decrease the amount of stress, trauma, and even drama in their lives. And that creates some massive uplift for them. For more information, you can go to BeExtraordinary.tv. That's BeExtraordinary.tv. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. I was facing foreclosure. I was desperate for help. I paid them $1,500 and never got the help they promised. Don't let the fear of losing your home make you the victim of a loan modification scam. Remember these facts to protect yourself. 
it's illegal for most companies to charge fees in advance, no matter how small. No company can guarantee they can modify your loan or stop a foreclosure. And never send your mortgage payment to anyone but your lender. The easiest way to avoid a scam? Don't pay for a loan modification. Get free help from a HUD-approved counseling agency now. To learn more, report a scam, or find out if you've been a victim, call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit LoanScamAlert.org. That's 1-888-995-4673 and LoanScamAlert.org. Know the signs. Get the facts. Hi, I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome. And we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. You're listening to RNCN.